I find interesting that there are, there are some people in the Republican Party that like Trump policies, but they don't like Trump. These are the people that are hoping that DeSantis could be a mini Trump. Or I don't know, maybe they're looking for a Nikki Haley or a, a Mike Pence, a Governor Kemp. They, they, want, they have this idea that they're going to get Trump policies, but they don't want it from Trump. Now, look, Trump policies can be embraced by someone that's not Trump because Trump policies are based in conservative ideals with very few exceptions. So anyone can champion them. But that's the thing. You need a champion of those ideas for them to work. You can't have someone who is going to be half-hearted, who doesn't have the fight. You can't have someone that's totally controlled by the establishment or can't take on head on the opposition and get things done. President Trump was able to bring Trump policies in, one, because he has the passion and heart for it. Two, he loves America, wanted to pay it forward and back after a life of of wealth and privilege and comfort. And also because of the experience he had. Folks, commercial real estate is not an easy place to be in. It's it's one of those risk-reward businesses where the risks are big but the rewards are big that's how president trump became became a billionaire in my career with my finance company i did very small commercial things think strip malls and and things of that sort and uh multiple multiple homes that were being built i work with with with, with um with home builders that were doing spec homes and i got a little taste for having to deal with zoning and commissions and planning and things of that sort, okay? I can't even imagine doing it on a scale like President Trump did in New York where you have to deal with crazy zoning, all kinds of licensing, the mafia, the the unions, subcontractors, subcontractors of subcontractors, and then all the corruption, and then be successful and be able to work with everybody and get things done with opposition, with opposing parties, with people that have different views and goals and agendas and profit that they want to make and bring all these people together to build 100 plus, tens and tens at least, of stories of brick and mortar, steel and glass. Those are huge endeavors, folks. That's why these career politicians cannot compete with President Trump. And in his advanced age, President Trump is still vigorous and bright. Why? Because he stays on it. Let's compare a couple things here, folks. Let's just have a little fun. Let's look at how Joe Biden spent six or seven days. So we have a few days ago, Joe Biden spending four relatively easy days in Ireland full of gaffes and not being able to understand children and the world seeing that his latest handler is his son, Hunter Biden. He gets home, he flies home, uh, says goodbye to his crooked son with over 140 documented crimes on his laptop and his sister. They're part of the nine Biden families that we are now learning are getting kickbacks. Okay, so 
I want to show you that Joe Biden coming back and he was so tired that when he came back, he immediately went in over the vacation to his Rehoboth Beach home in Delaware. Interestingly enough, he didn't go to Wilmington because they're trying, they're, they have to put bulletproof windows at his home. Do they really want Joey, the fake president, gone so bad that the, the, the Secret Service didn't have bulletproof windows already at his home? That was a weird tell. Biden guessed yesterday he's only been to his home in Rehoboth Beach 10 times. Actually, by my count, this is the 13th visit as president. He said the Secret Service was installing bulletproof windows at his home in Wilmington. Surprised that wasn't done at the start of his term, Mark Noller. Uh, former CBS News White House correspondent put out there. I would like this comment, but guess what? Oh, I'm still permanently suspended from Twitter. Then, yesterday, Monday, so he, he four-day vacation, family vacation, paid for by us to Ireland. Who knows what deals that his sister and his son, Hunter, were doing while they were there, or, or contacts they were making so they can go back later. And close some deals. Then he goes on vacation. And then by 9 a.m. on Monday, he calls a lid. He's, he's, he's done for the day. But compare that to what President Trump did over the weekend. How alpha is it that President Trump is a fan of boxing and UFC? And unlike the fake joke president, Joe Biden, President Trump is well-loved, well-liked, and of course a fan of not just golf. And I don't know if you like UFC or not. I'm, I like boxing. My wife's a big boxing fan. I like boxing. UFC is a little bit too brutal for me, to be honest. But it's pretty alpha compared to weak, no energy Joey. Yeah, and I'm set up and caught out this stage with my own two hands. We've traveled this land, back tight minivan. And all this for the fans, girls, money, and fame. I play their game, and at the scream my name, I will show no shame, I live and die for this, and if I come off soft, bitch, you on this. Are you scared? I'm an American badass, watch me kick. 45 in the building to set the stage from Miami, Florida, what an atmosphere. So, yeah, is there any denying that President Trump himself is an American badass? So I didn't catch everyone in there in that clip, but I think I saw Don Jr. think I uh, saw boxing uh, legend and uh, ear biter uh, Mike Tyson, obviously Dana White uh, of UFC, Kid Rock. So um, there you go. Meanwhile, Biden wants to make the world safe for boys in dresses and boys who think they're girls. And, of course, the stark contrast, President Trump being America first and Biden being a globalist puppet. Speaking of globalism, what is the UN trying to do? 
the United Nations issued this report calling on member nations to decriminalize sex between adults and minors. Should adults be allowed to convince kids to perform sex acts with them? The UN says yes. And here we go. UN report calls for decriminalization of all sexual activity, including between adults and children. And you wonder why we rail against globalism and American involvement in demonic, satanic, globalist agenda instead of a God-fearing constitutional agenda based on God-given rights of freedom and liberty. A new report from the United Nations has called for all forms of drug use and sexual activity to be decriminalized globally. Written by one of the committees, or several of the committees, the report was released on International Women's Day. Isn't that just a slap in the face? With the goal of guiding the application of international human rights law to criminal law. That was a quote. Called the, quote, Eight March Principles, end quote, the report calls for offenses related to sex, drug use, HIV, sexual and reproductive health, homelessness, and poverty to be decriminalized. Of course, because let's break it down. They want wanton sex, and which of course is a destruction of the family unit, drug use, so they can control you and make you desperate, HIV, they want you promiscuous, so that you are dependent on them for drugs and for treatment, and also, once again, the demonic plan to destroy the family. And also, this HIV thing also has the fact that they are trying to protect people that have HIV, AIDS, or any sexually transmitted disease to be able to have wanton sex, and then if, and if they don't, like in California, let their sex partners know that they have a sickness, they, they're excused from that. Sexual and reproductive health Code words for abortion, homelessness and poverty, because once this thing kicks in, there'll be a lot more homeless and poor people so they can control the masses. The United Nations experts say that criminalizing offenses related to these issues constitute an attack on human rights. But here's where I really want to focus on is how under the guise of everything should be free and decriminalized, you see their true perverted sick deviant nature come through. While on the surface it may seem relatively uncontroversial, the report calls for sex between adults and minors to be decriminalized so long as the minors consent. Now, okay, folks, I know I'm not on YouTube, but let me be very clear here. For those of you listening to this podcast or watching this on either Spotify, watching it on Patreon, or watching on Locals, children cannot consent to sex with adults. That's why we have statutory rape rules. So even if a 12-year-old girl says, I was a willing participant in sex with a 60-year-old man, we know that that, because of the age difference of maturity of manipulation, and because a 12-year-old isn't mature, we have statutory rape laws. The UN wants to do away with that, saying that children can consent. So let me be very clear for those who are not watching or looking, watching this video, listening to this, and not seeing the live action report I have on my screen. This is what the UN wants, and this is what I oppose. Children cannot consent to adults with children. This is sick, deviant behavior. It is evil behavior. And as a Christian, you know what Jesus said about those that would harm children. We, quote, 
With respect to the enforcement of criminal law, any prescribed minimum age of consent to sex must be applied in a non-discriminatory manner. In other words, non-discriminatory against the pedophiles is what they're saying. Enforcement may not be linked to the sex, gender of participants or age of consent to marriage. In other words, it must protect the pedophiles. Moreover, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. May be consensual, in fact, if not in law. They're making The UN is making the thing that children can consent to, to sex even if the law does not... even if the laws in different lands do not recognize that. According to the UN, children can consent to sex. Once again, I'm not saying that. This is from a UN document. This is why I agree with President Trump and wish he would have taken us out of the United Nations and NATO and all of that jazz. Why don't you guys go meet, get out of New York and and go meet, I don't know, in Brussels or another place that you guys uh, call a globalist utopia. In this context... The enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under 18 of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. Right there, folks. Right there. They make it seem like it's all about drugs, but when you get to the crux of it, they want to decriminalize pedophilia and age-inappropriate sexual contact with children because, according to them, they can, quote-unquote, consent. Pursuant to their evolving capacities and progressive autonomy, persons under 18 of 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests, and with specific attention to non-discrimination guarantees. That's what's in the uh, in that report, and as the writer here, uh, Cassie Fiano Chesser at Live Action rightly points out, quote. Minors, of course, cannot truly consent to sex with an adult, something those so-called experts should know. And, of course, this would aid in the trafficking of children and abortion. The evil of killing and raping children come from the same evil demonic spirits, and they want it decriminalized. Real quick, this was an interesting story I saw over the weekend not going to go into details, but there was a man who was going to be part of a raid as part of a child pornography bust. The The local law enforcement totally botched it. They raid the wrong house, arrest a lady who is now like asking for demands for them doing this. But the interesting thing is the guy who was a target of this child pornography uh, sting was a man who goes uh, by the name of, I was just reading it here a second ago, um, uh, Yorgo. Now, here's an interesting thing about Mr. Yorgo. Yorgo was hired in August 2022 as a Long Wharf Theater's Marketing and Communications Director, according to the organization's website. We are shocked and deeply sad to learn the development of the last 24 hours. Well, I wouldn't be. You know who he worked for before that? Yorgo had previously done marketing and strategic communications for Planned Parenthood. I don't know. Murder in the form of abortion 
and sexual deviancy in the form of pedophilia seem to go, I don't know if hand in hand, but there is definitely a connection. And uh, if you go down his social media, it's very, it very much seems verified that he uh, stood with Planned Parenthood and was all about abortion of babies. Now, there's a picture here I'm showing on screen for those of you listening to this on the podcast. I showed his some of his social media posts with him wearing pink shirts that say, keep your hands off our bodies and Planned Parenthood and what have you. Now I'm showing a picture of him with a few multicolored hair folks out there in some sort of public display of solidarity with pro-choice, in other words, pro-murder under the guise of or under the name of uh, abortion. Even if you... Here's, here's what blows my mind. This is, how, this is how I see the evil creeping into the hearts and souls of my fellow Americans and people worldwide in the Western world. Before, they fooled a lot of people into, you know what? It's shameful to have to have an abortion. It's something of last resort. I mean, come on. We're in 2023. There's all kinds of birth control. If you want to be promiscuous, but you don't want to wear a condom, there's the pill. There's that. I forgot the little IUD, I think it's called. All kinds of things. Plus, you don't have to get pregnant. Women have not getting pregnant for thousands of years. They call prostitution the world's oldest profession. Prostitutes, yeah, would sometimes get pregnant. That was one of the, uh, the whole abortionist industry got started, or not got started, but was was always around in big cities and what have you. Always had doctors or literally doctors. And sometimes they were, yes, folks, this is not hyperbole. Sometimes they were butchers that had, I mean, actual butchers by trade that actually had little offices and little clinics on the side. And they knew anatomy and would perform these back alley abortions. Women have known from the rhythm method to all kinds of of ways, uh, you know, we're all adults here, you know, but not uh, pulling out or whatever to not to get the person pregnant. What I'm trying to make the point here, folks, is we have thousands of years of tested methods and or the last several decades, 100 years or whatever, of birth control methods of not get pregnant. Abortion used to be a thing of last resort, but now people are celebrating it. That is their topic that they vote on. They sit out there and they scream bloodlust. They must have the right to commit murder. That is the topic that they, that, that, that is the sword that they will fall on. That is the hill that they will die on over the right to murder unborn babies. I mean, this should be something that even if it were legal, even if everyone fell into their trap that it should only be under um, certain circumstances or what have you. And I won't say a trap because I know there's a lot of religious people. There are even some Christians that believe, hey, I'm not for abortion, but in the case of murder, rape, or incest, that's okay. And that's controversial even among uh, Christians. But I think we can all agree, Christians and moral people, that aborting a baby as a form of birth control because of inconvenience is wrong. Yet these people are out there and they even virtue signal that they are foaming at the mouth for a right of a woman to kill babies. That's just a strange, 
strange topic for me to see people want to uh, die on that hill. Budweiser with a new commercial with the with the uh, Clydesdale horses. And let's have a little fun here. Man, are they getting butchered online with this? Is the horse trans now? The new Budweiser Clydesdale. For those of you listening to it, this is on, we're going through some Twitter stuff. It shows a purple My Little Pony. I, it looks like a girl pony. Little uh, purple My Little Pony with purple tail and long hair and big uh, green eyes. The new Budweiser Clydesdale. In other words, a gay or a female or a feminine Clydesdale. Then we have this one, this tweet. Shouldn't Dylan be riding on the horse with his skirts, flowing in the breeze with a bottle of light in his hand, never buying a Bud product again, ever again, sorry, not sorry. And again, I'm not showing you the commercial, but there's a minute commercial, minute long commercial put out by Budweiser at the beginning of the weekend with the Clydesdale going over, uh, you know, the Arches of St. Louis, going down Main Street America, passing a, uh, a fire truck with manly men loving each other, men and a man and a woman, looks like a Native American, putting up the flag, uh, passing was at the Supreme Court, uh, just showing all Americana, and then two guys drinking a Budweiser. That's where all these jokes are coming from. <sighs> crazy, crazy times, folks, crazy times. But this was my favorite. Trying to inoculus, inoculate yourself with this ad will work about as well has the mRNA vaccine. That was funny. Photobombing cow. If you really are a photobombing cow, maybe, just maybe, you're a horse who identifies as a cow. And then, of course, folks, another example we have of the intolerance and the rage that some of these transgender people have because they're under hormones. They're getting hormone treatment. They're imbalanced. They're mentally ill. So this is a trans woman. That's right. That's what you call a man who thinks he's a woman, a trans woman on the University of Washington, turning over the table and arguing with students from Turning Point USA because they disagree with them. No. Yeah, no, you just support the genocide of trans kids and you want every, everyone who supported them. Yeah, no, that you do. That is such an assumption. It's such an assumption, right, with all of this shit. Right. What is anti-trans on the table? <laughs> Your TPS, TPUSA, you dumb bitches. Whatever. Fuck off my campus. Hey, that's illegal. Yeah, sure. Whatever. That's a thought, actually. Right, so can you call campus security? Yeah, I will, actually. Fuck. Hey, I, I have it on camera. Yeah, cool. You have me on camera. Tell me you have me off. Hey. Kick it. Turn it over. Walk away. We got you on tape. I don't care. I'm raging. I got hormones and all kinds of things going on. Craziness. You got Sunday Night Live shilling. But if you care about trans kids, if you don't care about trans kids, it means you don't care about freaking kids' lives. Sunday Night Live not being funny, but being a vehicle to just preach the woke nonsense. There are now over 14 states that have passed bills restricting health care for trans kids. Listen to that, Michael. Yeah. Restricting health care for kids. For some reason, there's something about the word trans that makes people forget the word kids. If you don't care about trans kids' lives, it means you don't care about frickin' kids' lives. All right, folks. That's a little bit of my BCP Unfiltered Mind 
for today. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need.